This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Just because you're working out doesn't mean you shouldn't look fabulous. The Inspire Collection by Kalia was designed with both style and performance in mind. It looks good, feels good, and stays put no matter how you move. And the collection has everything you need for a day at the gym. A support bra, crop tanks, bike shorts, amazing leggings, and more. It's their most versatile collection yet. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Hello and welcome to Memory Lane. I'm Jen Brister. And I'm Kerry Godleyman. Each week, we'll be taking a trip down memory lane with our very special guest as they bring in four photos from their lives to talk about. To check out the photos we'll be having a natter with them about, they're on the episode image and you can also see them a little bit more clearly on our Instagram page. So have a little look at Memory Lane Podcast. Come on, we can all be nosy together. I just wanted to talk about this one thing. Go on. Well, it's just in the last time, I think the last time we were talking about the fact I was going to be in a treehouse. Oh, yeah. And yes. I said... I saw your Insta post. Did you like it? Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I like the speed it up bit. It looked like you had skills. I, I did that on something called Hyperlapse. Do you know about this? No. No. Okay. It's an incredible thing that my son actually showed me how to do it. He's eight. I don't want anyone to comment on that. Anyway, <laughs> so I thought, you know when I said, oh, it'll be fine as long as I'm not like having to shit in a bucket you were shit in a bucket yeah we had to shit in a bucket oh and Jen uh, yes yes they put then you put like sawdust on it but I had to take the bucket out every day oh you had to take it down the tree oh I'm going to take the bucket out on the oh that's a bit much oh tell me about it (laughs) especially I don't quite know what I thought would be but look it became my job (laughs) the family's sewage yeah you had to carry it down a tree and let's not forget that I've got two sons who let's be honest can't aim so every time I picked up that bucket, it was covered in urine. Oh, Jen. And I didn't have plastic gloves. We're up a tree. We're up a tree. Who's bringing rubber gloves with them on holiday? Nobody. Was it enough to ruin the treehouse experience? <sighs> no, but it was. It, it really put me off my coffee in the morning. Look, Fair it's, enough. It was, an, in many ways, it was quite a magical experience. And it was the highlight of your holiday. It was the highlight of my holiday. Because you said you were in France for two weeks and you didn't see another human. We were discussing earlier, when you're on holiday to France, our family have driven across all of France on camp- various camping holidays over the years, and one of the games on the car journey has been Spot the Human. It's like 28 days later. Where is everyone? Where are they? Where is everyone? I mean, seriously. Kerry, we drove for miles. We didn't see anyone. We kept saying, where are the French people? Where are the French people? And nothing's open. Yes, you said that. there was a whole day... Where you couldn't find a shop or a restaurant or Sunday. a cafe, nothing. We arrived on the Saturday, uh, and Saturday we had they we'd arranged dinner to have up up in the tree. So they were like, "We'll sort dinner out for you, yeah. and you can have dinner up in the tree." We're like, oh, "How romantic!" We did it. It was really lovely. Yeah. Next day we're like, "Doesn't matter. We don't have food. We don't have a kitchen. We're in a tree. That doesn't matter." <laughs> and you. Shitting in a bucket. And we're shitting in a bucket. <laughs> it's a basic situation. It's a very basic situation. Um, but we thought it doesn't matter because we will eat at something called a restaurant. Yeah, because we're on holiday. And it's in a August. Area. And it's peak time. Yeah. Mm. So guess what? 
No restaurants open no. on a it's Sunday. Because it's a zombie apocalypse. I can't speak. Because it's the zombie apocalypse yeah. in France. It's the zombie apocalypse permanently in France. There's no restaurants open on a Sunday. Do you think all. there is a restaurant, but they're just not telling us? Well, I went to six of them. <laughs> I Googled every restaurant in the area. We kept turning up to them thinking, well, maybe this one will be open. No. Oh in the God. end, we were like, fine, we'll go to the supermarket. It was shut. We had to eat biscuits. Then the supermarché n'est pas c'est fermé. The supermarché. Um, look, France is beautiful. This is the thing. It is it beautiful. It is absolutely stunning. And there's loads of it. It's so much of it. It's really big. It's big. So you thought you would be clever and go to the north so that you didn't have to do that whole yeah. drive And what you were met with was bad weather. Bad weather. Could have been in Cornwall or Dorset. Could have been in Cornwall, yeah. And everything was shut. Everything was shut and it took seven hours to drive there. But no, it's fine. Look, it, do you know, as I, I'm trying to look at the positive. The if positives people were, want quiet time, it's nice. The positives were I had a, I had a lot of time alone with my thoughts. <laughs> Is that a positive? <laughs> that doesn't sound like a. I ate a positive. lot of bread. I do think I've got IBS. <laughs> and. <laughs> you drank a lot of wine, you developed a drink problem. I borderline developed a drink problem. I You've thought. You've got lactose intolerance from all the trips. There was nothing to do in the evenings. <laughs> and it wasn't warm enough to sit outside on the balcony and, no, and read the book. Because yeah. that's what I thought we would be doing. I thought, well, I'll sit outside in the balcony. I even brought like a little uh, light that I clip onto my book mm, so I, I can read. I know these lamps. I know these balmy evenings. Yeah, that you weren't having well, those. I wasn't having any of those. She messaged me in the holiday, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tell Joel. Halfway through the holiday, she's on holiday. I'm like, I'll leave her alone. She's on holiday with her family. She doesn't want to be bothered. Anyway, I get a text from her going, have you watched Deadlock? <laughs> I went... <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> she went, it's really good. I highly recommend it. And then I went, are you watching telly on holiday? And he said, it's so cold and boring. Me and Chloe are treating ourselves to one episode a night. I was like, fucking hell. Have but you seen it yet, though? I've watched it one. Oh, it's really good. It is really it's good. I can't wait to get good back show. to it. Look, uh, so if I can make any recommendations, can I recommend Deadlock? Joel, have you seen <laughs> but it? But not France. Don't, don't go to Brittany, don't bother. But... <laughs> Beautiful, it's beautiful, Joel. It's absolutely stunning. I but have always wanted nothing to go, and now to do I don't there. need to bother because you've been and really thoroughly put me off. I never want to see more free again. But look, deadlock. That was a revelation when we were on holiday, actually. I can remember once years ago when we, me and Ben first started going out and we were going on holiday, we wanted to have a holiday. We were going to go to Dorset or Devon. Uh, got no money, absolutely no money. We're going to go camping. And then I sort of had a strop and went, I want to go abroad. <laughs> and he was like, okay, darling, we're, well, it'll have to be France because we have to drive there. We've got no money. So we'll just go over the channel and we'll do what we were going to do in the south of England, but we'll do it in the north of France. <laughs> and we had exactly the same realisation where we were like, why did we come here? Why did we? I said to Chloe, we went to Normandy. There should be a pub somewhere. Yeah, we were like, we should have just gone to Devon because there'd have been more to do. And it would have looked the same. And also, everyone's going on about, oh, British food, British food. But at least when you're in, in the you UK, you can get, get a curry, <laughs> you can get some Thai food, you can pop out and get like a nice bit of Lebanese food or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm going around France going, if I eat more fruit one more time, I'm going to shoot myself in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot to be said for staying in the UK. Anyway, my bowel movements have caught up with themselves, so it's fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, La France wasn't what I thought it was. Bit well, thought it was bit. And you went quite late as well. I have also had holidays in France in September, uh, late August rather, and you starts feeling autumnal. Do you know it was it was very you quickly. You hear those wood pigeons? I always associated with the wood pigeons. Oh, oh, 
Oh my God, that's all we heard. Is that an autumnal thing? I just associate it with the end of summer. Oh my God, it was Woodpigeon a go-go. I'm not even joking. And you start like properly tuning into it and you get into the rhythm of... And then there'll be the break. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That it's was a very going specific on. sound that I associate with camping in France in late August. I I well, that's exactly what was happening. We were we and, and also by the time we got back, the beautiful thing about coming back, on the day that we left, 29 degrees. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, now we're in September. I don't know when you're gonna put this out. Well, you're gonna put it out imminently, aren't you? That's how these intros work. Um <laughs> It's hot and the kids are back at school. The poor bastards, man. I really feel sorry for kids because it's sunny in June and July and then they break up and it's shit. And then it's and they go back to school again. and it's got really sunny again. I know, it's like the hottest day of the year. I mean, we got an email from the school the other day before they're even back saying, you know, hot weather warning, they're allowed to wear their PE kits and make sure they're hydrated. I'm yeah. Like, they're not even there yet. I'm just covering my kids in sun cream before they go to school. I'm like, this can't be right. No, I know. And August was, you know... A a washout. A washout. Well, you had a good time in Sicily. Sicily. I had a nice time in Sicily, yeah. Okay. We, we talked about that on another one. I've been long about Well, that was the one where you expressed zero interest in my holiday. And that you said, oh, your holiday. <laughs> <laughs> and sure, that, and we ended up talking about Marrows more than my holiday. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You no don't... one cares about other people's holidays. Why don't we all admit that we all don't care about other people's holidays unless it's to slag it off? But you really just told me you really enjoyed my um, my Instagram reel of my holiday in... Yeah, the tree bit. The yeah. tree bit. Because we'd already talked about the tree mm. situation. Did you know I put that to music, but the music didn't work? And oh, that so that upset are, me. There are flaws to your um, Insta skills. Oh, let's not go into them right now. <laughs> also, you do need to teach me how to work Instagram. I can't. There's not enough time And my daughter uh, turned to me the other day and went, why don't you just leave TikTok, Mum? It's not working out. <laughs> TikTok. Well, there we are. <laughs> I am. Mm. And I don't quite know how to work it. I don't quite know how it works. I don't understand it. Like, I posted a video not that long ago and it was mute. Why was it mute? Oh, well, I don't know, Jen, because <laughs> if I if I knew, okay. it would have had sound. At the very least, a stand-up com- comedian needs sound. Yeah, but if the video that you're posting has sound, it should come up with sound. Well, it decided to omit the sound. Okay, I have seen you do things that I find so mind-numbingly easy and boring and that you sends you into... Well, I'm literally connecting a microphone to a laptop or something. (laughs) Um, That, I mean, that, I mean... Fuck me, that took how many hours? Yeah, but we've got it. We're there now, aren't we? Yeah, nailed they, it. Well, we are because we're in a studio and they've they've created the, the, this but system I never for had, us. Oh, right, back when Twitter was more a thing, I got on board and I did it. And now I'm on Instagram and that's going okay. But TikTok, I don't get it. I don't, don't get worry, it. Don't worry, you don't have to get it. It's fine. You know, you sound like it, my daughter going, don't, why don't you just you leave do, it You babe? don't have to get everything. It's okay. You it's, do. You've got to go viral. <laughs> sitting there on your viral throne you don't have to get everything do you want to get millions of like people calling you a cunt every day (laughs) when you put it like that (laughs) no you don't need it
today, we have the wonderful Ian Smith, who is a fantastic broadcaster. He has his own podcast with Amy Gledhill. Was it the Northern Northern <laughs> um, News? Yeah, I've never been called a broadcaster before. I will describe anyone that podcasts as a broadcaster now. I've just really? decided. Absolutely, we're, that's what we're doing. We are broadcasting. This is really? happening it's right now. It's a whole new landscape. It doesn't yeah. matter that it's not live and that it's heavily edited in our favour. Yeah. It's still... <laughs> Broadcasting. How would you prefer to be introduced? Podcaster? Stand up. Um, stand up. I'm obviously going to say so, yeah. stand up. But I, I, when I think of broadcasting, me. I think of Clive Anderson. All right, let's start again. <laughs> okay, let's start again. All right. We've, I've, been ch- I've been chastened. We'll start this whole stand intro up again. Stand up comedian? Yes. Yeah. Stand up comedian primarily? In Yeah. I'd like to be introduced as primarily a stand-up comedian. Okay. So people are straight off the bat, they're like, he's got other stuff going on. Yeah, exactly. All the other stuff is the nice fluff around the core thing. Mm. Someone wants to describe stand-up as the trunk and all the other stuff as the branches. Oh, well, thanks, Would you agree? Yeah, Yeah, and I reckon I've got about three branches. Okay. (laughs) But a really solid trunk. (laughs) A tiny little bonsai. (laughs) Straight back from Edinburgh Festival where you were nominated. Heavily pruned. I was going to get to all of that. I you really didn't take like... too long. I didn't take too long. I got interrupted. I want to get to the photos and chat to Ian. Oh, my God. Oh, do you want to drag it out? Right, like, let's okay. get to the I nomination. I dragged it out. I, I was interrupted during the introduction. <laughs> Should we just say, he's a really funny bloke, Ian Smith. There we go. Thank and you. congratulations that. on your recent you. triumph at Edinburgh. Thank you. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah. i tell you what um, is stressful. Go on. Um, so... You know they set up a, another award when they fought the Edinburgh <laughs> Comedy Award. So the Edinburgh Comedy Award, it lost its sponsorship. It wasn't going to happen. Oh, so some other I people set one up called the Ish Edinburgh Comedy Awards where they were looking for sponsors. Oh, hell, because what Edinburgh needs is more competition. Yeah, yeah. More stress, more anxiety. <laughs> oh, um, I didn't get nominated for two awards, you pricks. <laughs> yeah. So when the Edinburgh Comedy Awards was like, we've got sponsorship, they were like, ah, well... We've sort of already started the process, so we'll go ahead as well. Oh God! So on the on the day that um, I was wondering whether the nomination would happen, we also got a couple of texts from people because um, I I'd got on the shortlist for the other one oh, right. previously. So I just got a text from someone going, "You've been nominated." I'm looking at my phone going, "Oh, oh yeah!" <laughs> and then being like, "Hang on, they haven't even been announced yet." I'm like, "Ah, oh, so it's fucking other ones." <laughs> And I, I know I should be grateful, but yeah, it's really irritating. It's hard to be grateful at Edinburgh yeah. for anything. Yeah. And also, hard to be grateful to be nominated for a war that no one's sure has actually happened, has never happened before, and no one yeah. really gives a shit They've about. They've lost their sponsorship before and it's survived. It sort of yeah. used to be the Perrier, didn't it? Wow. Okay. Anyway, mm. you got nominated. Yeah. Congratulations. And that is a huge thing mm. uh, to be nominated for an Edinburgh Award. Um, uh, we scooped you up for our podcast oh. early September, <laughs> straight off the bat of August. I'm really pleased about Yeah, that. this is the first sign of the benefits of what's to come. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine if that was actually true? <laughs> That would be depressing, wouldn't My it? My life changed overnight. I was immediately asked to do Curry and Jones podcast. Wow. What a singer. <laughs> you should have put a picture. Well, you don't have to. You can pick your own pictures, but mm. you could have put a picture. You could, you could have you Let him pick his own pictures. What do, you get, do you, what do you get given when you're a nominee? You get We get given a little plaque, but you also have to do photos with the main award in case you win it. Oh. So they make you have a day where you're like doing loads of like, yeah. Oh. And then... I think they immediately delete all those files when the winner's <laughs> cool. announced. Yeah, yeah. So they have you with you. You're the big one pointing at it. Get, no. They ask you to do loads of different stuff. You're on your head. Woo! All That's that kind of stuff. weird. By the way, I've never been shortlisted. Mm. Have you, Kerry? No. No. No, we've never been shortlisted for anything. Um, but that 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 period, isn't it? How many days is it? It's like three days or something? Between finding yeah. out that you're like, that pretty That's much it. everyone on the panel's come to see you. 
So, but you yeah. don't know if you're going to be shortlisted. Well, you know, so I think they meet on like a Sunday. So you know if they come in, like say Sunday evening or Monday, Tuesday, you know you're on the long list because they wouldn't come in again. Yeah. So always in the past, I've known by like that Sunday, like, well, you're not in contention for it. So I knew like late Sunday and then all of Monday and Tuesday, I knew that there was like a shit ton of people coming in on Monday and Tuesday. Oh, God. So they were like high pressure. The Tuesday one was good but not as good as like the others so then wednesday morning i, I just found awful yeah because it's like it'd been a dream to like get on it the whole day a girlfriend having a terrible time because i'm with her and i was spending the whole morning going like ah oh, fuck it I, i'm just gonna be so, it's just gonna be disappointing and all that and just being in a mood you sound great company yeah, that must yeah. have been really romantic for her yeah it, that, that day wasn't very fun um, <laughs> but and then i had to do my gig knowing that like um i reckon it, the news will come out mid gig right. and i thought if i see steve from like the agency at the back of the gig i'd be like he's surely only come to deliver good news so occasionally I looked oh, at the back God. of the gig. I'm, and, I'm so yeah, It's horrible because no, so no one was at the back of the gig. I could I looked over a couple of times. And I was like, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably been announced by now. So I'm probably disappointed, but don't know I'm disappointed. Um, so yeah, it was quite a hard gig to yes. do. So really when did hard. you, when, who told you and when did you find out? Steve, um, Steve Garland, who works at. Um, my our agent, yeah, our, our agent, yeah, um, yeah. He come at the the back of the gig, and but I couldn't really read his facial expression. But he says because you're not allowed to tell anyone because it's like embargoed for like half an hour, and there's like another what? comedian getting ready for their show. So he was like, give me a hug, and was just like whispering like, got numbed, baby, <laughs> Some, something like that. Um, and I couldn't do anything, so I think I, I think I had lots of frustration in my body, and I think I like I punched a chair. <laughs> Um, wow! I'm not With very excitement. healthily, uh, uh, sort of healthy mentally. I have not mentally. met a comedian who is mentally yeah, healthy. Yeah, yeah. But I think I did that. I think I sort of like went, come on, and then <laughs> flipped over a chair. So to the outside eye, we wouldn't have been able to determine whether you'd been nominated or not. No, or if I just got like a mad, bad medical diagnosis. Yeah, like any news Classic Yorkshireman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Classic yeah. Yorkshireman response. It's good news. Yeah. Happy, Happy bad news. Yeah. Angry is he Same sad. face. Yeah, you wouldn't have known. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's very nice. Face. Is it good news or bad news? <laughs> yeah. It's just flipped a chair over. Surely it's bad, bad news. Let's have a little look at your photos. Are we going to start with chronological? Because they're in a funny order. Oh, yeah, maybe chronological is. Yeah, let's go. Makes sense. So I assume that's you as. The haunted portrait. Oh my God. This what is... is going on in that picture? Why? Why? It is looks this... like something from a true crime documentary. Yeah. <laughs> My, my who two, who? my two initial thoughts on it are: every single hand placement is bizarre. <laughs> that, your mum's hand looks like it was painted on. Yeah. They, you, her and your dad look like they're having a game of one potato, two potatoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That you can't really tell whose hand is whose there. Yeah. Are they like, trying to do the friends thing when everyone's hands are touching and overlap? Wait, I don't understand. Must is be. that whose hands are? Oh, that's your mum's hand and your dad's hand and your mum's hand. Hang it on, your dad's be, got but... three hands because there's one round you, unless your other sibling has got a really long <laughs> yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Or, whoa, there's more hands than there should be in that bitch. Yeah, unless my mum my mum appears to have one pale hand and one tanned hand. Right, maybe she was doing some lorry driving on the side. Yeah, yeah. Or golf, you know how you wear a glove. Oh, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's a loads of answers and explanations. Yeah. <laughs> one of my dad's hands um, around my waist... 
Like, um, like is it a film premiere <laughs> like with his hostage. girlfriend or something? <laughs> I love your dad's tash as well. Yeah, your yeah, dad's tash he's is got special. the tash then. Polo, polo neck. Do you remember this day? It's very eighties. No. I How don't remember. All I remember. How old would I have been? This has got to be an 80s picture, right? Or early 90s? It'll be early 90s. I reckon, I must be saying something like eight there. Right. I was oh, born okay. in 88, 96 or something. And I know that it was, I think it was won in some form of competition. Right. I don't, my mum and dad wouldn't have, yeah, they wouldn't have chosen, I don't think. They don't look like they're happy to be there. No, none of, none of us are, I don't think. <laughs> We're all quite shy people, I, I would say, in my family. Okay. Um, your mum is like, is your mum's got Mo- your mum's got Mona Lisa eyes. Where is she looking? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're, we're all looking at... Yeah, I'm looking up. My mum's looking forward. My dad's looking straight down the lens. My brother's, like, looking into another world. Like, he just doesn't want to be there. Yeah, it's just so confusing. I love it. I absolutely love it. Now, was this taken in Gaul? No, I don't think so. I think... All because I remember... we have a shared connection. I want to cover Gaul oh, really? in this chat. Because you are from Gaul. Mm. My mum is from Gaul. Lots oh, of my relations she? live in Gaul. Now, we've only met a few times on yeah, the circuit. Yeah. But I remember some years ago doing a gig with you. And you were on stage and you said in passing, I'm from Gaul. And I was ecstatic. <laughs> and I ran up to Ian afterwards and went, you're from Gaul? My mum's from Gaul. All my uncles and aunts and cousins live in Gaul. And you went, oh, I. <laughs> and that was it. Did I? Which was very in keeping with a ghoul response. Really? Very understated. How long ago was that? You were, you were staggeringly underwhelmed. Maybe by the I was sort of shy. I think I've only come out of my shell. He literally went, oh. <laughs> and I thought, you're such a ghoulie. He's probably yeah. intimidated by your enthusiasm for his hometown. It was classic on brand ghoul. It was really? a real dower. Like... Yorkshire. Oh, all right, calm down. You couldn't now have I given think less I'm of quite a shit. excited though. Because even when you said then, like I was kind of remembering that your family's from Gaul, I was kind of like, oh, I bet, well, no. Loads I must of stuff. Have been in a the Street Run, the Salt and Pepper Pot. I know loads of stuff yeah. about Gaul. Oh, the Salt and Pepper Pot. Still there? Talk me through yeah, that. Yeah, something absolutely mad is happening with the Salt and Pepper Go Pot on. in a minute. So um, I think I might, I think this will probably be the basis of my next show. I find it fascinating. So the salt and pepper pot, maybe I'll have to get a, a photo yeah, cause for I, you. For, I mean, I'm sure there are lots of people are like me. Are tanks? What are they? don't know what you're they're, talking um, about. They're old water towers. Two water old towers. water towers. Um, one's fat, one's thing, that, colloquially known as the salt and pepper pot. Gotcha. Yeah. So one of them is like a, a long, thin, brown brick yep. tower. One of them is a, a stouter white tower. Yep. They're called the salt and pepper pot. I thought in my head because... Yeah. They're salt and pepper Yeah, they look sort of like salt and pepper pots. Yeah. But for the town's 200th um, birthday, mm-hmm. which is coming up in 2026, they want to make actual ceramic salt and pepper pots of the salt and pepper pot. Oh, I love this. To like this. sell and give around the town. Wow. It's so, not a kind of, tu- there's no tourism in Gaul, by the way. It's I, not somewhere no. you go for holiday. I was going to say, who's buying these apart from the people of Gaul? Yeah, probably just the people of Gaul. People right. of Gaul are very proud to be from Gaul. Yeah. I, I'm, as they should be. But the town council, <laughs> they had a vote as to which one should be salt and oh, which one should be can pepper. I guess? Can I guess? Can what? I get involved with what's the salt oh. and what's the pepper? I mean, I think we've all... you Surely, there's only one answer. Do you think the long, thin brown one that looks like a pepper grinder mm. should be pepper yeah. or the white one I should be... Go, yes. I was going to go... I was going to go brown pepper... White salt. I can't Definitely. see anyone going against that. Gull Town Council completely split 50-50. What? <laughs> it's like Brexit. Yeah. Oh, but you know why? Because a lot of salt 
I can't believe we're talking about this, but a lot of salt cellar shakers, are, they're often, aren't long they? Long and thin. Long and yeah, thin. and also, Guys, apparently, Gulltown Council is so old, some of the members predate the prominence of pepper grinders. Oh, it wow. Used to just come in little shakers. They've wow. never been to Ikea. They don't yeah, know about yeah. anything. No. It's, a new, it's a new sort of um, European thing. Grinders. Foreign, foreign yeah. look coming over. Oh, foreign pepper grinders. <laughs> Yeah, we've What's got this? white that's pepper. What, that's what my granddad's girlfriend was when we took her for an Italian meal. Or anyway, I can't remember where we went. Probably Pizza Hut. And she went, "We don't like this foreign muck." <laughs> what bread? And it's bread and tomatoes. I'm a catchphrase in the family from then on in. We don't like this foreign muck. <laughs> This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Hang on, let's move. Let's have a look at your next photo. So okay. this one, you're a young man, a teenager. Would you uh, say that's the next one? Yeah, this is my um, my hair. Um, hair phase. Wow. Yeah. How old got are mane you? There. I also, I think I'd like back combed it there, and I wanted to display how long I'd grown <laughs> out into. I always used to. My my dad is very much like you just it's shaved heads, like um, right. not for any kind of like ideology. Um, <laughs> just to be clear yeah yeah um, like Britain's for Britain get it shaved um, just for ease yeah I think so and then I started wanting to like um, push against your old man no not even that I think I just think I I think somewhat I'm the sort of person if someone says something negative about my appearance I'll remember that for the rest of my life so someone said I looked quite mousy because I my ears kind of stick out a bit so I was just like right let's get them covered up with hair <laughs> So I was like, and you really went for it. I, I think I look like a mouse. Mentally ill. <laughs> um, I think I look Ill. overly proud. Why is one side thicker than the other? Symmetry is weird. Yeah. But what a lovely pair of eyebrows you've got. Has anyone ever said that to you? Well, this is another thing. I, I hate. Brow. I hate my eyebrows. Why? They're great. So I love having a, a free. I know this is a sad part of the podcast now. Well, I'm just trying to engineer my hair to cover up everything I'm self-conscious about. What your entire face? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ide- ideally, I'd just yeah, be yeah. hair, like cousin it. You'd just have a fringe down to your nose. Yeah. You look really happy though. What's well, so that? Yeah, very yeah. Handsome, Ian. <laughs> it's mad that I look so happy. You look like a, you're a handsome young man with a with a strong brow. How Why old you? are you? What was going on in your life at this time? Well, I, I was in college, so before uni, and you try and um, go um, and have like a new right. Oh no, leave, leave school, myself. going into like college for two yeah. years. Now people don't know like, oh, he's a bit like um, he's a bit of a swat, or he's like this or that. You can really be like, right, yeah. leather jacket, sunglasses all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna think I'm cool. The um, new Ian has emerged. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I did that because I left school and then I went to a I went to a, a college before I went to uni and I did exactly the same thing. I started wearing leggings and DM boots yeah. and like you yeah. know shaking the old gen off. Yeah, sh- shook yeah. the old gen off and started. Any to like... new period like? Um... In fact, I looked like you, Ian. I had exactly the same hairstyle <laughs> really? and also very strong brow, except mine met in the middle. Very yeah. much one eyebrow <laughs> Maybe across my that forehead. Picture in your episode. In Honestly, well, that was that year. That like was that you, year. Yeah. That was that year. Of the one eyebrow. We all go through. Maybe we all go through this. 
Of course we do. Definitely. Yeah. It's a transition from yeah, 16, yeah. 17, 18 to your you are early leaving 20s. childhood yeah, yeah. behind. I remember once in college, I had these like brown trousers and wearing like a grey jumper. I remember <laughs> like someone granddad. saying like, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you always wear quite like dull colours. And then the next day I was like, right, here we go. Bright blue T-shirt. <laughs> And like my whole identity. I thought you were going to say orange or pink, but you stayed with the palette. Of oh, but it was it was vivid. <laughs> Proper bright. Blue. Yeah, it was like a like a highlighter pen. Um, I'm color. picking up a real people pleasing vibe here, Ian, which is unusual mm. for a stand up comedian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone said something, it would just prey on my mind so much, and like, well, I have to change this about myself immediately. Right. But that um, is kind of you know very typical of young yeah, teenagers, yeah. isn't it? You're trying mm. to shape shift to fit in. Yeah. Is you're constantly trying to mitigate all of your insecurities at that age. So you're trying yeah. to do whatever you can to get through the day so you don't feel insecure. Yeah. And whatever yeah. that is. Good luck is. with that. Yeah. Mm. Then you get into adulthood and realise there's no swerving in it. Yeah, yeah. No so you point. just think, fuck it. I went through a big, in, in my life, a big woolly hat fit. I, oh. I really liked wearing a, a beanie because um, I didn't really like my hair. So I'd, I'd wear like a, oh God, a what beanie. What did you like? Oh, that was a good, very self-conscious <laughs> Don't person. Don't that. But um, so I always have this hat on. But then it's like um, it's like July. You got a woolly beanie on. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, but everyone, there was a phase when everyone was doing that. Yeah. That beanies in summer at some point in this country was perfectly okay. I think we've yeah. all accepted that that's mad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Even I've accepted that, and I I held on to those hats. If your family and friends and ghoul community or anything mm. like the ghoul wing of my family you can't do anything right anyway they'll take yeah. the piss out of literally everything everything all right you're doing that are you <laughs> and it's all <laughs> the piss will be ripped out yeah. of yeah. everything so it's not personal most of yeah, the time yeah. you can wear that hat in july or december you will be having the piss yeah, ripped yeah. out of you for it my my friend um his his now wife is french and he's from like the ghoul area mm-hmm. i remember um him introducing her to his cousin, and he's, I think the first thing his cousin said was like, "All oh, right, you don't, you don't cook beef over there, do you? Just have it like raw." <laughs> and that's like, not like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, and nice to see you. It's like, "Oh, France, yeah, goose and raw beef. That's it over there, isn't it?" <laughs> Murdering ducks for pate. That's yeah. what you are doing. That's goalie small talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is me with um, N-dubs, which already tells you the quality of the sitcom. Um, look at your face. You do look very happy. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, I'm meeting well N-dubs. Yeah. No, but, yes, and also, you've landed a sitcom. But I also yeah. do want to talk about your hair in this photo. That's I, still, I, 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 still I, long. I feel like I've been very positive thus far, worse. but this has turned into a hat. What yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can see what I'm trying to achieve. I know okay. what you're trying to achieve. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Absolutely. I want to wear a woolly hat at all times. I've I tried think... to make my hair into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you a picture succeeded. coming up, you are, you finally got wind of that and did get a woolly hat on the go. Yeah, yeah. But um, And another hat, two hats coming up. Anyway, Yeah. so you m- were able to move back to London because you got to do this sitcom. Tell us about the sitcom. So... It wasn't as bad as it sounds, really. It didn't sound bad till you just said that. Oh, really? I think the name <laughs> no makes it sound bad. Popatron. 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 It was basically supposed to be like Pop World and like the behind the scenes <laughs> I of thought those. It was going to be something to do with Popatoms. Popadoms. <laughs> Not from the picture. Not from the picture, no. But I'm like like, working in like the popadom section. I don't know. You have to frisbee a popadom or do something with a popadom. Well, for a series. Why your brain went there? How'd you get a series out of that? Six half hour episodes out of frisbee and popadom. Popadom. 
Trontopopodon is not a big leap, guys. <laughs> anyway, sorry, carry on. Yeah. So they'd be celebrity guests, pop stars. Yeah, so the idea was that, like, say... 60% of it is behind the scenes of some kind of pop culture TV show ah. and all the staff like working on it. So but you were then... meant to be like the Simon Amstel kind of character. No, I was um, I was like the runner, like the one, ah. I didn't know anything about pop music and I was like useless at my job. Joel Domit played like the host, right. who's now gone on to like actually host, host up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've gone on to have a series of low level, low paid jobs. Um, but um, yeah, so, and then, 20% of it would be the actual show interviewing people and then they did like scenes with the celebrities like improv okay. like um I guess what is it a bit the... like the Kumars yeah yeah, yeah. I, I was one of the um so back do you remember the Kumars yeah of course so I do. back uh years ago one of my jobs was that I was one of the actors that would play the celebrities so when they rehearsed it in the week oh. they had just unknown actors improvising the interviews ah. so i'd be mini driver or melinda messenger or whatever mini driver once um i wouldn't say told me off but um <gasps> i love this story as already in, i was doing um this is just before the acting work dried up for me and i was doing a noah's ark um thing on bbc one yeah and we we're in morocco we we're in the same sort of hotel complex where mini driver was filming something like better um, I can't imagine. And, yeah, I come round the corner and I sort of nearly walked into her kid was playing football. So I nearly like um, bang this kid onto the floor and then look up and I was like, fucking hell, mum would be a mini driver. And um, she was asking what I was doing. So I just know his art thing. Um, she's like, oh, who's directing that? I was like, oh, um, Kenny. Um, she's like, oh, do you know his surname? And I was like, uh, uh, no, not off the top of my head. We've always just called him Kenny. She told you off. Yeah, I mean, she, I was. I said, like, oh, that's, that's probably quite bad, isn't it? And she's like, yeah, I mean, you should know the director's surname. Oh. And I was like, oh. fucking hell, all right. All right, mini driver. All right, mini driver. You think you're it, don't you? You think you're it. Yeah. Couple of Hollywood films under your belt. And, uh, Sick. How do you like these apples? Give me the big ones. <laughs> um, oh, so, I would uh, not want to be told off by a mini driver. No, I'm not in touch with a mini driver. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. She's right, though. You should have known his surname. Oh, yeah, absolutely, to be fair. <laughs> But I wouldn't have. Yeah. I, mean, I, I would have been like, oh, Dave. Dave, he's a bloke with headphones and the hat. <laughs> and the That's very enough, few bit of acting things I've done, I don't think I've ever known this. You are yeah. meant to, though, aren't you? But, but I, mean, I know him only on there for like an hour. Yeah. Who introduces himself with their surname? Well, I guess a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said that. Where are you in that? Where's one the in the beanie, beanie hat? hat. Are you in Russia or somewhere? Um, like you're in somewhere. So Soviet. Um, I'm in Ukraine. <gasps> in um, everybody's favourite, uh, Pripyat near Chernobyl. Um, Whoa. What took you there? Um, me and my brother just went on holiday. What? So we, um, this is like before. Um, That's not your average holiday destination. That's a no, very no. unusual destination. Yeah. And my brother had never been abroad before. So why did you, you go? Why did you do that? Um, I think because my brother had never been abroad. You didn't fancy Corfu, no? Well, he's, he's not into that sort of stuff. <laughs> he he just what, fancied fun? like... <laughs> no, Chernobyl's fun. Um, okay. But he likes, yeah, like... I feel like it's abandoned quite radioactive, isn't it, still? Yeah, but apparently it's not. It's the same amount of um, radioactivity as you get on a transatlantic flight. How many did you go yeah, for? Yeah, yeah. Just for the day, so we're in um, Ukraine for a day, mm -hmm. get up in the morning, early, um, get met 
at like 7am, get on a minibus, go to Chernobyl. You have a, a look around where the reactor is, and then you go into Pripyat, like the abandoned yeah, yeah, town. Yeah. The town, I, I, I've, because it's, it's it was left exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's like apparently there's bicycles just in the street. Yeah, lots of eerie the stuff. Eerie. There's like the old fairground, so there's like dodgems oh, and a. And you walk around on your own, or you're going in a tour guide. Yeah, there's, there's a like a tour guide. To it. But at one point, he I he said, like that, um, "I feel like who's telling you that that it's." That the, it says radio. Where this is well, the website that from? provides a tour, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's quite the worrying. Russian, okay. Yeah. But I'd Googled that's it. Fine. I've just, I'd just, Googled it. You Googled Google, You, you okay. have like around Google's your neck, you have the um, Geiger counter. So, like, I think background radiation, like here, is something like 0 0.02. So, and then that. you start driving as you get towards it, it's going like oh, 0 0.05, 0. Like 0 0.5 now. For a funny thing to be measuring on your holidays, though. Yeah, yeah. Radio the, the best bit is there's little parts of it where there'll be like a drain or one particular part of like the Ferris wheel that they've kind of learned wasn't really cleaned properly. So they'll be like, right, put your Geiger counter, just put your hand down that drain. No, I don't want to put my hand down that yeah. drain and get a And hand then you read radiation. what's on the screen. And so you do that and like, 33.2 and then you take it out and you go hang on normal radiation is 0 0.02 so you've just had a little second of like 33 radiation I, but i think that's fine apparently and you had a good time yeah I, yeah it's, it's it was great. worth it it's everything it? you wanted it to be yeah okay look well, around some abandoned stuff creepy i think <laughs> i think my brother got a t-shirt from there's a gift shop my brother went to Chernobyl and all he got me was this T-shirt. Yeah, he got a T-shirt. I got a little patch that you can like sew on and stuff. Is that, is that a patch that sort of like does something about the radiation when you put your hands in yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Glows in the dark. But you it. do acknowledge it's an unusual holiday destination. Oh, yeah, Is yeah. that the intention? It was like, let's do something really well, possible I, for our holidays. I thought, well, one, my brother wanted... Is he older or younger, by the way? Older. Oh, I've seen him in the family picture, yes. Yeah, yeah. So he... He just wanted to do that, and I thought, well, yeah, that'd be a fun thing to do, yeah. a good thing for me and my brother to do. And then maybe partly also thinking, well, it's good for stand-up. I surely get 10 minutes You'll out of that. You'll get something out of it. Um, this is a comedian's absolutely brain. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll get radiation comment. poisoning, and I'll get yeah. 10 minutes oh, out Oh, look of it. at me with hand cancer, but what a great hour I got from it. <laughs> hand <laughs> cancer. Hell. That'd be the worst one to get, wouldn't it? Well, it's your next Edinburgh show. Yeah. Probably don't yeah. use that handy. Actually, if you're not bothered about sitting around around a pool or a beach mm. or going clubbing or whatever, then what yeah. is a holiday? It's meant to be an adventure yeah. or a set of experiences, bonding with friends and family. Mm. Like, why not just go yeah, to yeah. unusual places? Yeah, and I do. And I find my life quite boring. <laughs> well, it so I think sound I have boring. to do stuff like that. <laughs> and did you use this Ukraine trip to get material? Did you? Get yeah, I got quite a lot of material out of it. Right. Um, so it is money well spent, and it's yeah, that yeah. stressful. Yeah, I've I've been able to. Um, do that. I think with a this year I went to Slovakia with my hairdresser and we drove a tank Whoa, over a well, car. Sorry, what? With your hairdresser? Yeah. What? What? That's random. Um, it, oh, but now you've told us all about your hair stories. Mm. It doesn't seem random. It seems quite. Yeah, linked. I really get along with. So we're friends now. But I did meet him. He was just cut my hair, and he's and a nice guy. And you talked about all your feelings around your hair. And no, your no. Of your hair. No, I think he's maybe only recently aware of how. Um, <laughs> how I think a hairdresser is so important. Yeah, I don't like think how, yeah, a good hairdresser, they're so open to conversation and yeah. they, they make you feel so good. 
that I think they do make very good friends. And you were like, you're coming on holiday with me. Yeah. You no, know, that's true, actually, because my hairdresser, I think of her, I don't think she thinks of me as her friend, <laughs> but <laughs> I think of her as my friend. Yeah. Yeah, that's My friend true. recently confessed to me that she lied to her hairdresser oh. um, because she was so impressed by her hairdresser and thought she was a cool person and wanted to seem cool, she pretended she used to be a DJ. <laughs> Yeah, she went, yeah, I used to DJ in the early 90s around wow. the club scene in Ibiza. I said, she only needs to Google you and find and know out that you absolutely did She went, I know, I realised halfway through the lie. I was just but digging a hole for myself. That's a lie that's going to follow her around with this. She's well, got it's made enormous yeah. comedy value for us because it comes up a lot. Like, <laughs> tell me, what, did you, what set would you do at this party then? <laughs> She's like, shut up. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. but it was... It was because she wanted to impress her hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. And how did this holiday go with your hairdresser? I was really fun. So I talk about it a bit in like the show I'm doing now because I was trying to like de-stress. Uh-huh. And um, this thing, I found something that was described as the ultimate de-stressing experience. Is this car demolition tank driving day in Slovakia. You get sledgehammers and you smash up the car with a sledgehammer for about half an hour. Have you heard of yoga? <laughs> yeah, but I don't think I... I tried to do that in lockdown and then I stopped. Um, I really feel like you're not getting Ian's vibe here, Kelly. <laughs> we have really different objectives when it comes to Yeah, holidays. but have you ever stabbed a car tire with a knife? <laughs> it feels incredible. I wanted to. It's so fun. Um, and smashing like a windshield. It's subjective, isn't it? It's a really subjective thing. <laughs> I don't know. I think you'd enjoy it. But you can do that here, can't you? Like, maybe not with cars, I don't think. But there's like mm. those sp- spaces where you go to and you can do it with crockery. Yeah, the rage rooms. And, I was going to go to one like of them. And hammer but... and you just smash plates. And... Yeah, but a few of them have closed down. I think they were like, I think they still exist. But I think they had a big explosion post lockdown when everyone was stressed. So I remember trying to go to one, but it had gone out of business. Um, I'm thinking, how are you how are you going out of business? You're just old shit in a room. <laughs> and then getting someone to go in and smash it up. What have your business model have you not calculated in, in that? Talking of stress and holidays, in this other picture with you where you're wearing a Stetson, so another kind of hat. Oh yeah. You're gambling, clearly. Yeah. Like, Is this you... in Vegas, baby? No, this is in London. I'm not allowed to tell too many details of this because I got told off before, but it, there's oh, some comedians what? playing oh. poker. Yeah. And I think I was quite... I'd been playing poker, like, online during lockdown a little got bit. Got good at it. Um, yeah, I think I'm all right at it. But um, then some comedians I had been doing that during lockdown that I didn't know about, and having, like, a live poker version, a, a tournament thing. And I told, like, some other comedian at a like, new material gig, oh, I'm doing this poker thing. And I mentioned like who it was and stuff, and then that person got a text message from this other person being like, "Can I come?" And um, uh. I was getting quite a lot of um, pretty uh, aggressive banter on the group chat about how um, I've only just joined the group and I'm inviting loads of people. Right, and it's got so, to be kept um, it, So I won't mention other people's names. Okay. But um, but I wanted to go at this poker tournament in a persona. I've been watching lots of poker videos online where there'll be someone in a cowboy hat and sunglasses and stuff. So, so yeah, I bought, I bought a cowboy hat and one of those bolo ties or whatever yeah, they call it yeah. and um, some sunglasses and I felt I felt incredible Powerful. in yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. I bet you did. Did <sighs> other people go dressed up or just you? Everyone was wearing suits, but no one else had a cowboy hat on. And did it change your game? Uh, yeah, well, in that tournament, so I've done it twice. The second one I didn't do too well, but in that one, 
I came third and second in two tournaments out of oh, like 18 wow. people. Because you were hard to read in that get up. Yeah. They're I'm like, hard where's to read. Ian? Who's this guy? I was aggressive. Someone who I'm friends with, but maybe I hadn't seen for a while, he's a comedian, sat at the table and he saw me and went, oh, hey, and how's it going? I just turned to him and went, fuck you. Wow, you were. I was getting for... in their heads. What? I was getting in their heads. So from the minute you walked in, you were in role play? Yeah. People going like, oh, Ian, I like your hat. Go fuck yourself. Oh I like your God. hat. They won't have a hat on. That's already confusing them. I was just... <laughs> this um, is very intense. Yeah. I I thought I was having such fun as this character. And I did like one move in the second <laughs> I tournament. That. I thought I was having... Yeah. Implying... Well, who told you you weren't? Yeah. No, I just Since saw... Since realised you weren't having fun. I saw that I'd maybe gone too far. Like, I did one move where I took two people out of the game, like, early on. And I, like, put my cards over and sort of went... <laughs> fuck off, fuck off. Um, and I could see that they were like, well, that's the second tournament, and so now we're done for the evening. And all we're doing is like watching and having drinks. Yeah. So for them, like, I, and I'd been in that position where I'd gone out early, and you're kind of like, oh, I don't know what to do. It's a bit boring now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a bit yeah. disappointing. So you could see that they were a bit like, all right, that is quite annoying, but I'm just like, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh, so you were enjoying this persona for a bit? Yeah, a bit too much, though. Yeah, I think. and they were like, why is he being a cunt? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Ian, we've looked at all your photos, yeah. and usually what we like to do, uh, and have as yet never prepared a we've single guest. We've never given guest anyone an opportunity oh, to really? plan. For, and I don't know why we don't do this, but we're, we're springing it on you, right. as we have with every single one of I'm our ready. guests. We would just, just like you to come up with one song that you think either... Harks back to one of these photographs that reminds you of something or that you would use to sort of uh, be one of your desert artists. When you discs. say come up with one, do you mean choose an existing one or, or write and oh, compose? I want you to write oh, a that song. That would be utterly unreasonable. Uh, yeah. You could compose one for Liam us now. <laughs> Ain't a half inch and Um, One that encapsulates one of the photos. Oh, that you'd sort of say is a... Kind just of key tune for you. A key, a key song for you. Oh. I think it's like a Desert Island disc song. It, it, yeah. It, a lot of the music I like is is very... I love sad folk music. I try, great, let's I don't hear know one. I have got any... Um, um, like up, I do like upbeat songs. but um, Ian, stick to the theme, mate. Yeah. Just stick to the theme. Well, there's a, a musician... Thus far, which called, has been lo-fi. Yeah, <laughs> lo-fi misery, self-conscious. <laughs> yeah. um, there's a guy called Jason Molina... Uh-huh. who had bands, various bands, that were basically his music, called Songs of Higher and Magnolia Oh, I know Songs Company. of Higher, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah wow. but it's like achingly sad. It's very... And beautiful. I love I melancholy music. It's yeah. a lovely thing. It does transport you away. Mm. I remember what, like... When I was younger in the 90s and used to love Radiohead, and my mum used to rip the piss out, like, oh, it's so... <laughs> yeah. oh, and she's from Gaul, so yeah. she'd be like, oh, it's so fucking... Do you remember that oh, Father Ted bit where he was on the bus and Radiohead comes on and he suddenly really... <laughs> the clouds come up and he's just crying on a bus. But I, that's what I liked about it. There's a sweet melancholy to mm. that sort of music and it's, it takes yeah, you places. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing no, this. Thanks for having me. Before you go, Ian, we must talk about the fact that you're going to be at Soho Theatre. Oh, yes. Tell us the info very quickly before we yeah, let you go. I'm going to be at Soho Theatre from Monday the 2nd to Saturday the 7th of October at 9.15 in the kind of downstairs in the cabaret room. room. Yeah, 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 brilliant. I'm doing cabaret now. I'm going to sing a lot of my show, I reckon. 
That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Life is a cab. I oh, know you won't get rights for that, will you? No, Shit. that's it. Every We're time. out every time. Never mind.